When you first learned about the Enneagram and realized you were a type nine, did you resonate with the idea that nines don't think they matter? That didn't resonate with me at all. But after a workshop I did this weekend, I have a whole different perspective. So let's dive in. Welcome to INFP Thrive for Enneagram Nines, a show for gentle souls who are ready to shine. So I am studying the narrative Enneagram and my gosh, it's has been so powerful. And the way that they do their workshops is people are on different panels by type. And it sounds kind of boring (laughs) to me, right? Like we're just sitting watching different groups of people talk for eight hours a day, three days in a row, but it's transformational what you learn about the different types and what you learn about yourself. I remember when I first learned about nines, I resonated with almost everything that I learned about nines, but the the thought that I thought I didn't matter didn't really sit well with me because I do think that I matter. But this particular, this weekend, I've been sitting with that question and reflecting on how I've actually lived my life. And I think there were definite times when I did not think that I mattered, but that was definitely not a conscious thing. Because looking back, I always, you know, I've been very go with the flow, very easygoing, and most of the time, super happy to do that. I have definite um, desires. I'm not the type of nine who doesn't know who I am. I've I've always known who I was and what I wanted, but I definitely did not express that to most people. I kept it quite internal and have been, as I just mentioned, have been happy to go with the flow, but then other times not, but still not say anything, deferring to what other people wanted to do. And this weekend I was just thinking, why have I been doing that for most of my life? Why did I not voice what I wanted? Why did I, was it because I assumed that they wanted it more than I did? That they mattered more than I did? It's something that I think I'm going to have to like think about for, think about for a while, uh, just reflecting on that. And I've always been a pretty calm and mellow person. And obviously the rest of the world isn't like that. And so I've, I've just been thinking like, yeah, because people have stronger presences. Did I just assume on some level that they had stronger, stronger desires than me and that they, and that their desires mattered more than mine, meaning they mattered more than I did. And so that was a really powerful thing to, to just think back, like, why have I always given in and and missed quite a few opportunities because of that, because I didn't speak up for what I wanted. And I got quite emotional at some point, just thinking back to younger me, me in my twenties and, you know, university time and all of that and just thinking, gosh, I just want to hug that girl and say, you you deserve 
to get what you want to. And so these days I feel much more confident speaking up for what I want. And, but I still have the tendency definitely to prioritize other people. And that also leads to procrastination for me because I'll prioritize what other people need to do. And then I'll even, you know, prioritize things that don't need to get done. <laughs> like I know what my goals have to be. I know what my goals are, but I still keep doing all of like the minutia instead of the stuff that's really going to move the needle. And so that has been like a big part of my work this year is focusing a lot more on the actual goals and tasks and making, you know, time blocking certain things and making it a priority and not letting anything else get in the way. So I definitely feel like I met her now and today, but historically I don't think I, I, I didn't behave. I didn't behave in that way. And so it's good to reflect on that. I don't think I need to like sit in that forever, but it's good to think about how I want things to be different going forward and just always having that knowledge of how I was and how I want to be. I think that's really important for us to like know and feel where we want to go. And it's just natural to slide back (laughs) into old habits. But when we have that awareness of what those habits are, we can sort of snap our fingers and say, oh, I'm moving into this. I want to move into a healthier place. And so I encourage you to reflect a little bit on your life and actions. And have you been showing up in this world as if you mattered because you do matter and you do deserve to have your needs and wants met. And I think as nines, we just need to do a better job holding that space for ourselves and being more vocal about what we actually want in life. And the people who love us want us to be more (laughs) vocal in this way. You know, it's, uh, richer relationship for them when we speak up more about what we want and make decisions and contribute our voices. And so I just want to say that you matter and your voice matters and you deserve to live a life where you really feel that. Hey, let's continue the conversation. Head on over to my blog on Substack for more content on how to thrive through better communication, stoicism, and global exploration. That is right. Blogging is cool again over on the Substack platform. There you can chat with me in the comments, and I have plenty of bonuses for paid subscribers, or you can just read for free. So click the link in the episode notes to access the Substack Live Without Borders.